1: You are now tuned in to The Wine Chronicles Podcast with your host,
0: Madison McNeil. So grab a glass and sit on Hi
1: guys, if you're like me and you're trying to find a way that you can make your own podcast, If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to do that. It's free and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. You can distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can get money with minimum listenership and everything you need to know is on Anchor. You can download it for free on the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. today's affirmation is I am grateful for all that I have so take that with you for the end of this day and into the beginning of tomorrow and just remember to be grateful for all that you have guys and welcome back to another episode of wine chronicles today i am drinking winking owl wine it is a pink moscato it's actually really good i picked it up from aldi's um and if you do not know what that is it is a grocery store a, a cheap grocery store they have really good things in there and i like to go there they opened up one near where i stay so i was really happy about that because usually i have to drive across town and go there and so i debate the fact i kind of like go back and forth with myself about going to that store so i end up spending a lot of money going to somewhere that's closer to me so that since they opened up down the road i can really go to all these all the time and i don't spend my money anywhere else but there for food so that's a plus I get about a hundred items for like eighty dollars I swear it's like getting things for one dollar there right what rather than going to like food line and I'm spending like I'm getting like 20 items and I'm spending like a hundred dollars and I just feel like I'm not using my money wisely and I just don't like to grocery shop if I'm not getting enough food and I'm spending so much money but Anyhow, today's topic we're going to talk about, it's an unpopular opinion that I researched. It was basically talking about marriage is not a thing anymore. So people nowadays, human beings nowadays feel like it's easier to not get married. And that's a debate that a lot of people can have because you have a traditional side and then you have very modern style so you have the secular and you have the the um sacred um side of that basically it's kind of it could be like a, a debate but I think that I can say for myself as an unmarried woman that I really don't care to judge if someone's married or not it kind of can it kind of it just has like a boundary so I say if you're a woman and you know the old folks say shacking up and you are living with your significant other and you both established that you know, it's okay. We can wait till we don't have to rush to get married. And I say don't rush. Don't give anybody ultimatum about, you know, I want to be married by this day. I want to be married by that day. Or I'm ready to get married. When you going to marry me type issue? Because if you got to do that, then, you know, it's time to move on and find somebody or let somebody find you that is willing to marry you um, at the time that you feel like it is a good time to be married. Because if you feel like you are wasting your time and you're doing things that a wife should do so if you're cooking and you're cleaning you're doing all these wifely duties you kind of find yourself in a in a position as to where okay so what am I getting from this okay I get love okay I'm getting the support but I want it to be more than that. I want to say, you are my husband. I want you to say, I'm your wife, or vice versa. So what it is, is it's just something that has, for years and years, I feel like marriage is a very, very sacred thing, and it's a very, very pressure. So you have the wedding issues, that's pressure and then people say you know it's just all hell before the wedding up until you walking down the aisle and that's a lot that's kind of scary to people and you know other people just have the actual moments of the wedding they want that that beautiful fantasy fairy tale wedding but on the flip side of that 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 day or that week and that money that honeymoon phase for marriage can be over, you know, after that, you gotta start thinking of the financial ties, you gotta start thinking of the the physical ties, you gotta start moving in moving your stuff together, start learning how to live with this person if you wasn't living with them before, and let me tell you I feel like that's where I, I kind of disagree with, with folks when they say you don't wanna you can't live with the person first you gotta try to or you got to live apart, and then you get married, then that's when you mess yourself together in. Because you, the living together part is the difficult thing, I think. That's one of the difficult things of marriage, is living with someone that you never lived with before. If you're blindsided by that, and you're just now, and you're, you both just now are learning each other, learning, you know, you're your pet peeves about each other seeing if you are able to still be in love with this person because you're no long you're no longer missing them like you were when you were going home to your own bed and they were in their own bed and you were probably falling asleep on the phone with each other or sending a good night text to each other and then waking up in the morning talking to each other on the phone and you're not there physically so now you have that space where you can you see each other 24-7 aside from work so that's a big part that plays in it so once you start to move in that's when you are able to see the flaws and you see the self-consciousness and the self-esteem of your significant other or your, your partner now. So what I like to say about those things is, you know, you, you either feel like it's, it's still the same, or you see that things have completely changed. And I've experienced this And I say, I love my space. I'm one of those people who absolutely love their space. I grew up sharing a room with my sister. And so we shared a room for about up until we were in high school. So once we got in high school, well, once I got in high school, well, yeah, both of us. Yeah. Once I got in high school, we both did. We had different rooms and we shared a bathroom. And then my brothers had different rooms and they shared a bathroom. So I've, those pivotal years of my life. Well, when I was in middle school, I had my own room also. Yeah. So I had my own room when I was in middle school too. So I've always been able to have my little sanctuary, if you may. Of you know, my personal items and the spots that I want them to, me cleaning up my room when I feel like it needs to be clean, my room staying clean because it's only me that is uh rifling through things. So, to be in a space with another person, a male, because men tend to be sometimes messy too and they're not messy in the ways that they think they are messy. They can be messy in ways that you feel they are messy. So so basically if you know that you like your clothes on all uh, away from everything, you know Maybe your dirty clothes stay in the closet or whatever, but you have a significant other that keeps them out in the open. That can be maybe just a pet peeve or something that you just feel like you don't want. My pet peeve or my OCD thing that I, f- I knew this a long time ago before I ever got into a relationship is I don't like outside clothes on my bed. So that's a small thing. Like very small is something that I've heard a lot of people say. I don't like outside clothes on my bed where I sleep. So I feel like that's one of those things. So once you are moved in and you've already married somebody and then you you find out you have they have like so many pet peeves that you don't like and it's like something that cannot be changed, what do you do? So that's why I always feel like you need to live with that person to be able to figure out if they are the one that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But the thing about today is just seeming like so many people are more comfortable being independent or being in a relationship and not really wanting to be tied down or it's just been... Told to so many people, or they're seeing things for themselves that once someone is married, things go bad, or once you put that pressure on a man, he runs away, and then you have to say, Okay, well, I'm gonna have to stay into this relationship until. I figure out if this person wants the same thing as me and then you find yourself wasted away in a relationship for 13 years and then you have to leave because it's just like, he's never wanting to marry me. And you never came to the agreement in the time that you've been together, but you've been very passive about it. So you never know. So it's just something that is really debatable. I say... You know, although marriage has its pros and its cons, just like being in a regular relationship and not having it, um, you know, legal legalized. Even though you're living with somebody, is considered, you know, you're a, in a legal um, uh, domestic relationship and it's legal for you. But I say, if you are fighting with this right now, You know, you want somebody to ask you for their hand or for your hand in marriage with them or you're dealing with an arranged marriage or you are falling for somebody and just getting married to them immediately. Um, I say, you know, go through, through those steps. Cause it always doesn't work out for people, but sometimes it really does. Those very, very rare occasions, they work out for people. So I can never be biased about it about marriage because I just I just really couldn't say. I think if I ever was to get married, I would have to have a very small wedding because I'm not I'm not one for having too many people around especially people like if i don't know you if you wasn't around and you didn't hear anything about my relationship if you didn't know anything or you never reached out to me now why would i want all these people at my marriage like at my wedding ceremony that's why i understand people have so many people at their wedding but did they ever ask you about your relationship or how it was going or anything? And even if they did, do you feel like it's a positive side to it? Do you think they were sincere? So that's the one thing. I wouldn't want any negative energy around my uh, my wedding if I were to have one. I wouldn't dare ever give um, my significant other an ultimatum. Because I'm just not that... That um, I'm just not that person. Also, I wouldn't dare stay in a relationship and I wanted to be married and the other person thought otherwise. So I wouldn't do that to myself. I wouldn't do that to my heart. And, you know, I've talked about marriage a lot. I've been engaged and, um, you know it's just a it's just a life you just gotta go roll with the punches you don't really really need to control everything that is going on in your life. you just kind of really need to let it live itself out so marriages nowadays people still are getting married, but it just seem like people that's getting married they don't stay married for too long it's just seeming like most of the time marriage is being publicized because, you know, it's something for publicity or it's just something for the moment and then it's not working out and people aren't taking it so seriously to the point where they are sticking it out. Like back in the olden (laughs) days, I'm pretty sure they had a lot of divorces back then too, but so many people back then just understood that importance and they figured out a way to, you know, stick, stick it. Like, like, just stick through all of the bad times. And nowadays we are weakened because we want to find the easy way out. Of a bad situation. Just like one of my past episodes. I said self-sabotage. A lot of times we self-sabotage so much. Because we have so many things. at Accessed at our fingertips. That we just feel like. If we are in a difficult situation. We can get ourselves out very, very easily. But back then. They didn't have so much accessible to them. Like we do now. So they really had to learn. How to work through the worst times. So now. You Know thickness, sickness, and health, death do you part? Like, it's just like we we feel like nah, we don't have to stick around there. You know, life is life, and this is our life. And this goes back to selfish mentality. Everybody, it's it's more we are becoming more of narcissistic as the years progress, it's more of a um. We just think of, of everything independently. And we don't really think of codependence whenever something goes wrong. It's more of, you know, it's it's my time and I need to get out of something if I don't feel comfortable, if I don't feel safe. And most of the t- most of the time it's very, very... You know, reasonable. And other times, it's just something because you know it's a cowardly way out, a coward's way out, or it's again self sabotage. Most of the time, though, I feel like I've heard nothing but good things about marriage. I've never heard. Bad things all the way through about marriage. I've always heard, you know, you work through it. There's been bad times we work through it. And I like to always see the you work through the bad times. And I think it's a good thing to do that because it shows you how strong a unity is. And you don't let the outside world control your every movement. And I think people need to think about that married or not. You should not ever let the world dictate your emotions toward, that you had from the beginning. You should never let a figment of your imagination dictate your emotions all the way through. If you knew deep down it was a feeling of love, a feeling of endless, you know, comfort that you have for a person, you should never let you know the world dictate how you feel so I say that because so many relationships have been broken up because we have social media it's so many people you see so many people's lives you see how they're living it so if you see a person that's single and you see that they have so many opportunities out there that's what they're showing you. That's what they want the world to see. But you don't under—you don't see what they're doing when they're not doing that. You don't see that it can be lonely. You don't see that it can be um, emptiness and just voids that they're feeling to do that stuff. And then you see. And then you might see the, the the positive sides of relationships and then that makes you question your own relationship. So you see people going to trips and you see them happy and you see them pranking each other and you see these YouTube couples and all of this stuff. And so you turn around and get off your phone and you start questioning your own relationship and then you don't know what they're doing. They can just probably just be faking this to advertise to you. So you can see that it's just a, a facade that they are putting up you know, to make money. So now you are putting that pressure and that fantasy that you have on your relationship. So it's straining. So I say all of that can be straining onto anything, a relationship, a marriage, uh, anything. So people just need to start learning how to live in their own truth and not look and see what's going on into the world, married or not. But... As the world evolves and as the generations become generations, things are not going to be the same. And it's not going to be thought the same that they were a hundred years ago. So everything just evolves. And I think that people will still think of marriage the same way they thought of it a hundred years ago. And people will try to, you know, feel like it needs to be a little bit modern to today's uh, day and age. All of that is a wonderful thing. You have pros and cons to everything. And I really like this subject because, you know, it's a very debatable subject. You can talk about it all day. But I only have the time that I gave you guys. (laughs) So once again, I was drinking Winking Owl Pink Moscato. I got that from Aldi's. And I do want to plug in this, uh, this show that I was watching. It actually came out in 2019. I made the mistake and watched the first season that they have on Netflix. It's called Evil. It's on CBS. I, don't, I, I haven't watched it. Um, I don't know if it's another season playing right now, but I was watching it on Netflix. The first season is so good. I hope you guys are able to watch that because, you know, they have so many scare movies that's coming out because it's October, the month of horror. And that's just one really good show. I love when I click on a show and it's so good and I just made that that, that decision that was so well worth it. But um, just check out that show if you guys have some time. It's called Eagles. Actually, it's a little bit scary. It's not too scary. It's just like TV scary. I don't know. But if you don't want to hear about demons and devils and exorcisms, then don't watch it. Once again, guys, this is Madison. And you have been listening to Wine Chronicles Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the chat. And I will talk to you guys on Friday. What's up guys, it's Madison. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wine Chronicles. I really enjoyed chatting with you all and if you haven't listened to previous episodes, make sure you do so. Chat back on Sundays through Fridays for brand new episodes where we talk over a glass of wine. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Wine Chronicles Podcast and you'll see what topics we will discuss. Chat with you soon.
0: ho, <laughs> ho.